Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. For hanging out with us. Happy Monday, everybody. Brittany is sitting in for Lori today. She will be back tomorrow with a lot of stories, according to my sister. Um, she's. <laughs> you have to get the gossip. I got the, uh, the my sister. <laughs> Secondhand. Yeah, I did. Seriously. She's like, I know Lori won't tell you this. I know Lori won't tell you this. But it was pretty funny this morning. Okay. So sad to find out that Regis Philborn passed away over the weekend. He was um, such a joy, such an iconic person. I feel like we grew up with him kind of because he was always on the TV, always on everything. And just he came here. To Twin Cities Live, because we're an ABC network here, um, probably, I was looking for the photo, maybe five years ago, and we ran downstairs, Lori and I, is we were not supposed to. Of course. And um, ran down there, and he was getting hair and makeup done or something, because he, br- I don't know, he was just, he stopped everything and just focused on us <sighs> and made us feel like we were so great That's that great. we loved him. I mean, he just made you feel so wonderful and um you gotta find the photo there i could i couldn't find I don't it care. and there was you just it. too much work today to do that yeah. and everything else so I, i'll find it okay, but okay. he um i couldn't stop crying because um kathy lee was interviewed on the today show yeah and she had just seen him so let's just kind of hear a little bit about his life and then we'll just talk about his legacy and what I, the just the sheer joy that he found in doing something so natural to him that he loved. Here is Chris Conley on ABC talking about him. Regis Philbin could do it all on TV and did it all so well and for so long. From the way he captivated viewers. One, two, three. I'm out of control. To that chemistry with his co-hosts. In the 80s, his quick wit and appealingly aggrieved persona proved an ideal match for the always sunny Kathy Lee Gifford. Let me ask you something. How many people here heard about fax machines before this show? Their morning show Sparks made them both stars. Regis, she tweeted on Saturday, there will never be another. When in 2001, Live with Regis and Kathy Lee became Live with Regis and Kelly, he clicked with Kelly Ripa too. Love hitting this thing, I love it, it gives me a sense of power. From Kelly Ripa and Ryan Seacrest, he was the ultimate class act. He left the world a better place. 1999 saw Regis becoming a star on primetime TV as well, as he helmed the top-rated game show, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Can you, and that Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, at one point, you guys, when he was hosting that, I think there were, um, let me see, there were, like, 
how many people watched it at I a mean, time? Like 20 million people would turn in for that. In my in. life, there were rare times where the whole family would get together and watch something. But Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? That was one we would all sit around the TV and watch. It like, was on three nights a week. 30 million people watched that. We were three obsessed. Three nights a week. We were mm-hmm. obsessed. I have the board game at the cabin. Oh, wow. Lori won last time we played. She's a millionaire. <laughs> she, she won, but it's... It's fun because the questions are so fun, but that show was everything. Yeah. And then this is just just another little thing about him. It was back in 2004 when Regis set a Guinness World Record for most time on camera, then 15,188 hours. Yet his career in TV began with him off camera, born and raised in New York City. He'd get a job in the 50s behind the scenes on The Tonight Show. By the 60s, he was a sidekick on ABC's late-night talker, The Joey Bishop Show, before returning to New York, where he'd be the last of his showbiz generation to shine so brightly. Jimmy Kimmel affectionately tweeting, Regis, I hope our friend Rickles met you at the pearly gates with open arms. Regis Philbin died on Friday at the age of 88. He is survived by his wife, Joy, three of his four children, and the affection of millions, who will long recall the spontaneity, candor, and heart that made him so special to watch. Oh, it just made you sad. So there's on some post on Saturday, um, there was something about, you know, David Letterman. He was David Letterman's, one of his favorite guests. And Mm -hmm. he was on the show over 150 times during David Letterman's run. And he, um, you did a deep dive and someone posted a clip of him doing like a cut for, I don't know what show he was on at the time with Johnny Carson. And he's in the lot in Burbank of the Carson show. And Johnny's pulling up in his silver Corvette and his funny, like members only jacket. Mm-hmm. If you, re- if you remember those, yeah, yeah. And his like cords and his kind of mock turtleneck. And he's getting out of the car and Regis is there. And he's like, what are you doing here? And he goes, I just have to see how the great, where does the great Johnny Carson park? What is going on? How do you do it? You're so great. And he goes on and on. And it's just hysterical. He's so young, but his voice sounded exactly Exactly the same. same. And just the energy over nothing. Yeah, and like the energy over nothing. And then there's like that twinge of crotchety likeness, but like in a way that you just love. Like, no, you didn't know that. Like, it's just I love, I love it. I loved his voice. Did when you first heard it, were you kind of hoping it was like a hoax? I did, and I couldn't find it anywhere. And I retweeted it. I found it. I saw it just show up and I'm like, no. And then, I, of course, I sent Laurie a note right away. Yeah. Um, he, well, here's what Kathy Lee said, because yeah. they worked together forever, forever and they've been friends forever. Yes. Um, she said that she had just seen Joy and Regis um, not too long ago. I felt like it was just like a month ago or two weeks ago or something. Yeah, it was a short and, amount yeah, of time. Just a short amount of time ago. And she said... It was the first time when she saw them pull up at her place in New York and get out of the car that she thought, hmm, he looks like he's not feeling that red hot. And they they had the greatest time together, of course. And yeah. Joy told Kathy, because Kathy Lee called Joy after she found out that Regis had passed, and said, you know, I was thinking something was up. And she said that was the last time he laughed, really laughed. His laughter was going away. And so people are glad that he's in a better spot right now yeah. because he wasn't, you know, he hadn't laughed in a really long time. And um, she went on to talk about when they both, you know, they were both entertainers 
and they were put together and they didn't know each other at all, but they kind of had instant chemistry and over the years built this friendship, which continued even after she left the show. Yeah. And she just talked about why he was so great. He was humble. He um, loved and took joy in everything. They weren't overproduced. They didn't have a script. Yeah. Um, they just loved just gabbing. They'd pick up a newspaper thing. They never talked before the show about what they were going to talk about. And it just all kind of happened naturally. It was just really, there's, there's something he did that I, the first time I've ever seen it. And I never thought about it till of course, you know, years later and I was in this industry, but like what he would do is kind of give you a peek into the show that I always thought was interesting. How he'd go Gelman, this and that, you know, go, Hey, Gelman, like our, it was just this funny ongoing. I don't even know if it was a bit like if he consciously did it or if it was just something about his personality that he has to like have that conversation with somebody off screen. But I, I don't think I'd seen at that point any other show do that before. He, he would read Gelman and he acted as Gelman on, on Kathy Lee and Hoda. He would go in and pretend to be guy. It was, he was, it was just so good. Other, and you couldn't help but be just like, it was joyful and goofy and it was great. Yeah, he was great. It really was. So other things, Holly, do you have anything you want to say about him at all? Well, I think that, you know, to both of your guys' points and to the points that people have been making at large, that Regis was the consummate broadcasting professional Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that he had a whole career before we had an opportunity to get to know him on a national level with Live and Regis and Kathy Lee and that he honed that he brought people in into that Gelman bit where it's like it's bringing you in on the joke. Yeah. And it's bringing you into this family atmosphere and and having that ability to cultivate that over decades is really special and and something that we should be celebrating about Regis today. I think so. And it's just joie de vie. He was just so happy. He's Regis. He he was Regis. He was Regis. And that is just it. And seriously. Oh, man. There's going to be tributes on ABC this yeah. week because, you know, when, when he did do Who Wants to Be a Millionaire that brought in so many eyeballs, uh, they said, we just saved the network. You know, during a time they didn't have any programming happening at night that was successful on ABC and they put that on three nights a week and it was just like, 